Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. And my name is Noah. And I'm Enrique. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be reviewing The Lion King and discussing everything that happened at Comic-Con, as well as maybe talking about a little indie movie you might have heard of, Midsummer. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. sound like a boy band in that intro i love it <laughs> um, and i'm enrique yeah. and you're watching Every, disney you like, channel you press your voice there so you hard there i'm enrique and you really I'm should enrique. you should use that bit next time i'm enrique and you're watching the disney channel you're watching, the disney channel. You're watching um, game of thrones on the disney <laughs> channel yeah yeah um so Enrique, if you want, I, most people aren't wondering this, but you know what? Maybe someone is. If you're wondering why Enrique was in the intro, uh, it's because special. No, it's because you <laughs> are uh, a guest. Technically, I am running the sound. I'm not having Enrique on running the sound. Oh baby! Now there is a, currently a conspiracy theory within this house that um, I'm just running the sound because I don't want him to run the sound. Uh, um, yes. That is false, but you can believe whatever you want. That's a conspiracy want, theory. I thought that was just fact. <laughs> Fun you fact, know. I'm actually running the sound. He just doesn't know. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, this episode obviously is coming a little uh, late, but that's fine because, um, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. There was a miscommunication. We don't between... have an excuse. Yeah, there, there really isn't an excuse. Uh, me and Ozzy, like, had a miscommunication about who was supposed to text who when we were ready to record. And the next thing we know, it's, like, 7 o'clock at night, and Ozzy's like, I can't record now. So, um, you <laughs> just know. just didn't text you. Uh, um, so, you know what? It's just things happen. I don't know what to say. Yeah, because Carl, because I thought you were going to text me. Well, I thought you were going like, to text me, so that was the problem. Because we, we agreed in like an hour. So I was like, alright, so he's going to text me in like an hour. So I was waiting for that hour, and I was like, I wonder if something came up. And then you randomly <laughs> texted me at 7, like, hey, so I'm ready whenever. And I was just like, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a very strange situation. Um, I, you know, we encounter new issues and problems every day. I don't know what to say. All right. But anyway, let's get into um, this movie. We're going to start, of course, with The Lion King. Um, I think it's safe to say we're going full spoilers on this thing. Um, it's based No, on... <laughs> not the 15-year-old movie. Hey, what? Well, I, that's a peppy of mine. I hate that, so don't use that. Um, but actually, no, twenty, wait, 20 twenty-five year old movie. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, I don't think that's a valid reason to openly spoil things. But look, it's a remake of a very eminently popular movie. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Go go watch it. Um, if you <laughs> if you really care that much about spoilers, uh, we're, we're diving into it. I'm sorry. All right. The Lion King. <clears throat> um, yeah. I think, were we all on the same page with this movie? We were, like, yeah. kind of it's not... Cinematic masterpiece. I don't know. Like, going into it, I was like, I, I, I don't understand the purpose of this movie. I don't really, like... Normally, I'm fine with remakes, but this one feels a little awkward to me. Um, and my concerns were kind of bore out, honestly. Like, I feel like it's just... It's there. It's it's fine. This movie yeah. is fine. I, I don't have major issues with it, but it's like 
so it's very much a case of like this is a remake that to me is just points me back to the original and goes oh yeah i should probably watch the original i haven't watched it in a while <laughs> like yeah I, I walked away with this movie really wanting to watch the original yeah uh i don't know it's it's fine which is frustrating but at the same time it's like it's really not the end of the world i don't know what that was um i don't know what that was either all right, so <laughs> I guess we know where it was coming from. and So we'll cut to him right now. Ozzy, what did you think of The Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I know you guys were going to basically point out it was me. My bad. Um, I didn't like this movie uh, as much as you guys did. I had, had issues with it, mainly the voice cast, which everybody was excited for. I really wasn't excited the, for, the voice, for the voice cast. You yeah. weren't excited to begin with. Interesting. No, I was not. All right. Um, Enrique? Uh, you know. Okay. So, like, overall thoughts? Is that what yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is there. Like, uh, I don't know. I went in. I came out. And it was a movie. It wasn't it wasn't bad. There were there was, like, one or two things. I was like, oh, that was really well done. And then I was like, okay, sure. You do. You do. Yeah, it's a Disney. <laughs> it's a Disney. <laughs> it's a Disney. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Noah, we kind of got your thoughts already, but what would you think of this movie yeah i mean i guess to elaborate a little bit on the voice cast when you're going into it it's got it kind of got like you know you know i I, it's it's a lot of well-known people and i also had this sort of these these reservations when they announced like you know in toy story 4 it's a much smaller scale but like with key and peel it's like they're trying to sell this movie based on who's in it and you know the story lion king and traditionally animated movies are cast with voice actors generally people don't know who they are with Mm -hmm. the exceptions being like you know robin williams and and aladdin and like you know they'll have like a a comedian play the the sidekick and that'll be the one known actor otherwise it's and then it's all you know unknown so the fact that they're like you know these are actors they're not necessarily voice actors and they're doing voice acting work i don't even know if they did any motion capture based off of their like faces i don't it, it seems like they didn't because yeah. none of the yeah. characters had no emotion no facial to their faces yeah and i'm sure like, we'll get into that <laughs> we'll get into that the negatives i have a lot to say about that but let's yeah. continue um, <laughs> i guess yeah let's, that's let's, about it yeah let's start positive <laughs> oh man. so it sounds like we won't be going to ozzy too much in this section which is fine um, Enrique is signaling okay. to me. So, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you positive? Do you have? Biggest, biggest positive. Probably one of the only things where I was like, okay, like this may be well better than the original is a strong word, but this, this stood out as a nice like breath of fresh air amongst like this like weird remake that happened for some reason. Uh, freaking Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, Billy, hey, yeah. Billy, Billy Eichner. Is that his name? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Billy on the street, and then freaking uh, um, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah, they were really good. I mean, Seth Rogen can't sing. I don't care. No, he's um, not. <laughs> no. I, I, I no, vibed with it. I wasn't like. Do you, think, yeah? do you think that they're better than the original? I thought they're uh, more more topical in a way. I think. Yeah, I it was know. it was fun. I don't I don't know if better than I don't know. I feel like they did a really good job. You know what? Yeah, I like it. Uh, freaking! They broke the fourth wall a lot. I was like, I'm down. I feel like if they were in the original, that would definitely stick out. But them in this, it worked as a nice thing that happened, and definitely, yeah, they did good. I liked it. And it 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 definitely helps that like Timon 
of all the characters is easily the most expressive. Like he's, I guess that's the most he's like, he's standing up on his hind legs and yeah. when he talks, it's like a, a, a creature is speaking as opposed to, you know, these models, these, these animated models just opening their mouths and then having like an, a famous actor's voice come out, <laughs> which I felt like a lot. I felt like Billy Actor really, and really integrated his performance into the, character i don't know how that's possible but like yeah <laughs> he was that ferret well all right Mammal. so anyway so for okay. uh, the positive uh, or the probably the biggest positive um that i want to get into is uh, we're diving fully into spoilers here this is where it starts uh i i honestly think that mufasa's death works really well in this movie I think. Oh boy. Um, I think it was rather affecting. Um, now, at the same time, like I don't know if it's like as I, I don't know. Like I, it's hard. It's hard with this movie because like the temptation is so much to compare it to the original, and I really don't want to do that. So I'm just gonna say that I think the 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 Mufasa's death works in this movie. I think that's one of the few things that they really really nailed. Um, and I guess that says something about the way they built up the relationship between Mufasa and Simba. Um, I think it, they build it up pretty well. I think it's relatively well written. Again, maybe it's not executed the best um, in terms of, you know, it's obviously these creatures are not very expressive in this movie, which is frustrating. And we'll obviously we've talked about that a lot, uh, but we, and we'll continue to talk about it, I'm sure. Um, but I do think that. That is translated relatively well from the original. Noah, you sound like you disagree. Maybe we'll talk about negatives, or you want to talk about it I here. Do I don't disagree. really care. I I heavily disagree with you there too. Okay. So, yeah, right. do you want to talk about it? Let's just talk about it now. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. All right. Um, well, I went ahead and refreshed myself. I watched the original, uh, you know, Mufasa's death on YouTube, and I actually found like a side by side comparison that mm -hmm. someone just took in the theater. Of course. And from a filmmaking perspective, I want to say the original is so much more tight and well structured in its in its in its shots and in how it edits sure. um if i recall correct okay so uh you know imagine this in your mind the original uh mufasa's climbing up simba doesn't see him doesn't see scar scar uh puts his his paws down onto mufasa's paws and then you know he, he does his line he's like long live the king and he he throws him off mm -hmm. and i think that 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 motion works so much well in animation whereas in this one scar hits him in the head which i feel is a lot a lot weaker and a lot less energetic it's just kind of like, like well that's, uh, yeah i thought it was because like oh he gave him the scar so he's like you're gonna be scarred and then it's like it's, slapped him okay in the face. Right. And, and that's, that's what i gather well exactly and that's my and that's a a, a good point enrique i that's something that they touch on in this movie, which, I, if I remember correctly, they never really bring up in the original. Uh, is no, the, I don't the think they do. yeah the scar, which uh, brings up a question of what came first, the name or the scar? I, I don't really know. That's very confusing uh, to think about. Um, but um, they they touch on that in this movie, and I think yeah, it might not like I don't know if it like visually is as pleasing as in um, the in the animated one, but I do think in terms of what was happening in that moment and because we had gotten that context of they had fought before, I think that kind of did work. Um, and like I said, I, 
you know, I'm only speaking to my experience with this movie, obviously. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, me and, me and my brother obviously have a very different perspective on this movie uh, uh, from a personal per, for, for personal reasons. So we were, I don't know, like I, I will speak for myself. I think that emotionally it hit the right notes. It hit the notes I wanted it to hit. And if I was completely detached from this char- these characters, that wouldn't necessarily be the case. I wouldn't care. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I don't believe it works. Because even when they did their, even when they did the flashback, I don't know how it was. Yeah, well, that's theater, another thing. A flashback. Theater, well, the flashback shouldn't have happened. My theater, <laughs> in my theater, everybody, including myself, died at the flashback. Okay. Because it was so a terribly placed flashback. Me, I don't remember the flashback. Let's remind you of something that happened. Give me a second. All right, sorry. Okay, go. go. We're talking about, I mean, that that to me is something that speaks volumes to that particular scene, especially because of the fact that I even, because I watched the the full even, and I know you don't want to compare. We have been. It's it's the, almost impossible to, to do it while we're reviewing but, it. But. <laughs> but, I mean, the reason why I have issues with this movie, and especially with that particular scene is due to the fact that there's no it, it it's very hard for me to feel emotionally impacted by these characters in this particular film if I'm judging it by this particular film because in the live action remake which is whatever they wanted to convey these emotions through these characters and when you're doing a live action remake these cats these big cats don't have emotion if you're trying to make it extremely realistic so when Mufasa essentially is thrown off or hit off the ledge, I really didn't feel any emotional impact compared to the original, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because of the fact that there was no emotional conviction, you know, literally I felt like I just saw a baby cub, like, you know, losing his dad, which is sad, don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel emotionally impacted by that other than the fact that, you know, a cub just lost his father. I didn't feel any any emotional attachment to those characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I don't feel, and this is this is this is this is where, you know, you guys, I may be in the minority on this. I also don't feel that the voice acting in this movie was amazing. I'll give it, I'll give points to maybe Seth Rogen, maybe you know John Oliver for at least you know attempting to give you know bring light to these you know live action characters. But I don't feel that the voice acting essentially even helped bring these characters to life, especially in that critical scene. It was very hard for me to be attached to this iteration of Mufasa when he passed away or died. Uh, I I agree to disagree. I don't know. (laughs) You know, there's not much else we can uh, dissect, not many other ways we can dissect it. Uh, It's either either it worked for you or or it didn't. And, you know. Um, well, I'd argue um, th- there's another scene. I- I'm trying to figure out a way to visually describe it because I watched sure. the original. And um, so you get uh, so shot by shot, Mufasa's thrown off. You see him falling, and then you see him falling from above into the, um, into the wildebeests. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Simba's reaction, and it does that big zoom out. Yeah sort of thing and it does um it's it's a it's a it's a zoom and it's 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 a an effect you get when you zoom and you change focus or something i'm not exactly you see it in jaws you know there's that dolly. scene the dolly. No, that, no. yeah dolly zoom that's it yeah. that's it um and you get that and it's sort of like this big powerful realization it also works because you know 
your uh, the, the where you're looking on the screen. You're looking straight in the center, and um, uh, Mufasa falls away from the screen, and then he's replaced by, by Simba as the camera pulls away from Simba. Mm-hmm. And I think that that works very well in sort of a compositional way. But in this movie, in, in this movie, they have the scene. Uh, Sim, uh, Mufasa's falling. It shows him over the wildebeests, and then it cuts to another shot from the side of, I believe, Simba in uh, in the foreground, but facing away, and Mufasa falling down to the left. If I'm remembering this correctly, I did just watch it a bit uh, ago, and then it cuts to the scene of the dolly of the dolly zoom, mm-hmm. and I just think that's so much less impactful i don't know why they added that scene i don't know if they just felt like well we can't have it be a shot for shot remake i mean it's just kind of like it 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 takes away from the punch of of that particular scene in just such a small edit you lose a lot of momentum and that's just that's just something that i noticed Hmm. um yeah i mean also that (laughs) the zoom that they pull off is is really goofy looking it it looks you're you're breaking it down a lot more than i have even thought about it i really like honestly i can just speak to the emotion of it i do think that the emotion works so i mean that's all i can say i don't really know um but anyway (laughs) um that's not to say uh you know we've been kind of all over the place with like positives and negatives but and I don't really care. <laughs> that's that's not to say that I'm like defending this movie in the sense of like it completely like it works the entire time or any. I really it's literally just yeah. that moment I think really works in and of itself. Beyond that, I I think it loses a lot of momentum as we get farther into the movie, um, especially from an emotional standpoint. Um, but anyway. Um, I, I, should we have the token, like, this movie is gorgeous? Like, uh, (laughs) like, I mean, yeah, like, I feel like (laughs) we have to say it. I mean, this movie, like, visually, it was nice. Huh? Like there was like a scene where I like saw a, the fur. Yeah, I saw it the nice. fur. Like he was holding up Simba. I was like, oh, look at his hairs. That's cool. <laughs> look real. I feel I like think, I was watching I Animal visually, Planet. I think visually, what saves movie, what saves movie to me, at least being at best an okay movie, is visuals. I think it's stunning. It, it's stunning. It's it's awesome to kind of see that we can actually create something like that, and this pretty much proves. There is no excuse for bad CGI in the movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you know I mean? okay. But you know, and I think I'm coming out from bad, from big production companies. I'm talking about. Fair. Um, but to me, I mean, the the thing that really holds this movie back to me is that fact. These characters are all animals, so it's very hard to convey any emotion. That's why, to me, it takes it down a couple points. On top of that, to me, we don't have a professional voice acting. Cast. For instance, and I'm going to throw out another big name here, and I don't mean to offend anybody here. I think I know who you're going with. Beyonce isn't yeah. that great. She's not that great. She's one of oh. the worst parts of this movie. She's not that oh, great. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I'm on the same page yeah, as you, know. Noah. She, she, She's such a small character, exactly. but I feel like she yeah, does it to just, me, like, to me, so to me, effortlessly. Like, to me, like, when she did that whole line when when she, like, was coming up, running with, up with Simba to, the, to, to Pride of Rock after everything had gone in, and then she read that line. I was like, what are you doing? Are you reading a children's book? Like, what is this? <laughs> kind and to of, me, yeah. like, the lines that she conveyed were not, did not, they didn't hit me. <laughs> mm-hmm. To me, like, every time she was on, like, I heard her, I was like, why? <laughs> and it, it, like, she wasn't, 
she wasn't great to me. So to me, she was like one of, and it's not, I don't know. I just think they should have hired a better voice actress because I don't think she's that great. She's a, she's a talented performer. She's great, but she's not a voice actress. To go and into the, that, um, what you were saying about like a uh, emotion and the animals being like stale because they look like animals. Uh, I did not necessarily that I disagree with that, but I remember seeing the jungle book on Netflix mm-hmm. and that is like on the opposite side of the spectrum where it is almost freaky how much they morphed like Andy Serkis's face into like freaking animals. <laughs> and on this end, it's the complete opposite. So I'm not saying one is good and one is bad, but that's just like a thing to look at, you know. Which like, is I guess strange we're trying to... considering it's the same director. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was more of a style choice, and if you like, like you didn't like the style of like them being like just straight up like Animal Planet style, and that's just like I I don't have a necessarily problem with it. I definitely I think we all agree that the original is strides better just because it's normally animated and there is mm-hmm. more like cartoonish adventure in mm-hmm. it or whatever. But, yeah, so that's just, like, a thing to look at. You well, know? And, and not just, like, cartoonish. It's just there's things in terms of, like, even the musical sequences that you just oh can't God, do. Yeah. You can't do <laughs> when it's, quote, unquote, live action. You can't. Uh, they, you yeah, know, exactly. They, For instance, the whole Yeah, the whole I just can't wait to be king just doesn't whole, work exactly. in well, can't wait the to real be king, world. Especially the, the song that Scar even has mm-hmm. wasn't, even, wasn't even executed amazingly to yeah, live action either. So really I mean, you, you have so there's just a lot. Yeah, they didn't even really do a no, song. No, yeah, the scar one pissed me off. <laughs> kinda, not gonna lie. He kind of, he kind of just tried to say he's just like, you know, be prepared. <laughs> we're gonna take over. <laughs> like what? Yeah, he. Like, it's like they put doing? the one singing line in there just to like appease people. It's like you have to know that's not gonna actually appease people. It's just gonna make people more mad. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, and 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 another person I'll I'll not is no. Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's doing like, like what? Like don't get me wrong, he's funny, but he does the same thing for every role now. Like I already know what he's like what what he's gonna do, and it didn't help that he did it in a hyenas. Like he was the voice for a hyena. Like I like I was the like hyenas bro. are so terrible. In this movie. <laughs> that's like by far to me that's the worst part of this movie. It's like they're so uninteresting and it's like. I genuinely yeah, like could not tell them apart. I didn't know who yeah. was Eric Andre, and I didn't know who was Keegan. Or yeah, Keegan. Like I was watching the animated ver- version of this movie, and then just like going from when they chased off, um, like when when Mufasa went in and and beat them up, and then when they cut to that sequence when it's just a hyena is kind of like healing up, I was dying because Ed just busted out laughing at the fact that you know he had. He was really injured and stuff like that, so it was just completely different. They kind of really took that aspect away from from this movie too. I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't in this movie that are in the animated that are in the animated version too, which is which is which I agree with you guys. It's just so so a lot taken out. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm gonna. I, I don't know. Like I'm kind of. I don't know where to go from here. I feel like we've been like. I feel like we've been a little overly negative with this. Like, I honestly don't believe this movie is, like, a terrible movie. Like, it's, it's, I don't believe it's a terrible movie. It's, but like... I, mean, it, it, <laughs> I don't think I, it's a terrible movie, no. but it's a terrible... To me, it's, like, a... It, it's, to me, it, it's terrible because it's my childhood, but if I'm going to be, like, honest, I don't think it's a terrible movie. But I will say that it's not, like... Like, I'm not going to call it good or great. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, to me, like, I think the word to describe this is just bland. Like, it's a very bland movie. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else got this effect, but I don't know. Like, I feel like 
this movie somehow felt smaller than the animated one. I don't know if that's no just way. like, I don't was. know. Like, I don't know. By the end of the movie, I was like, man, I was bored. like, especially the final show off. <laughs> I was, oh, well, that was rude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, by the end of like the final show off, I'm like, dang, there's a lot less characters. I feel like than I remember, or not even that. I feel yeah. like this is like, like less epic in a way. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's because again, going back the to, style, go, yeah. yeah, going back to even again, the musical sequences, they can't be as big. They can't be as bombastic, you know, because you're doing, <laughs> Doing it, you want to keep it realistic, and it's mm-hmm. this weird dynamic where I I understand that's the, what they wanted to do with this movie. If you're going to make this movie in this style, there's not really any other way you can do it. Like you're you're going to make it realistic. You can't make the musical sequences like insane and crazy. Like it would yeah. it wouldn't make any sense. So what they were for for what they were going for, it's interesting. It's fine. I, I just it's. It's lacking. It, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. It just felt like it was lacking a little bit. Like again, you, um, Noah, you brought up. Um, I just can't wait to be king. That's a scene yeah. where, I don't know, like this version of it. If it was like, it was kind of fun, but it was like, it, you know, it kept moving. I wasn't like bored watching it, but it was just, I don't know, like it was missing something. It was just missing yeah. this fun element. <laughs> I was bored. I was definitely okay. Bored All right, that I, was, I, was, I was definitely bored watching. <laughs> Can I get a positive out without it being contradicted ever <laughs> in this, for I, this movie? This movie sucks. <laughs> My God, uh, James Earl Jones you. is great. Can anybody I refute me? Gave you that it was Who visually is? stunning. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones isn't even. He's not even giving the same caliber performance oh that he gave in the original. Shoot me! Watch the original. Watch any line in the original. Don't there's so you much. Dare there's so tell much me to watch the Lion power, King. Don't like, you dare tell me to watch the Lion King. What? Don't you? <laughs> what? The Don't original. <laughs> I'm. I'm telling you. Look. This is a legitimate. This is not something new. They brought James Earl Jones back. They could have recast him. I feel like they could have done it. But, like, they brought him back. The man's, like, 90 years old. I, he just, he can't, I don't think he can do that so, voice anymore. I think he was very, very good in this movie. If, you're, if we're talking about Darth Vader, then, yeah, we, ha- we can have that discussion. He's not very good no, in that movie. No, I, 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 <laughs> totally I, mean, I completely agree with Noah on that front. If you, if you can, because I watch, you have to understand something. I watch, like, the, 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 the live-action version. On Saturday, then I watched the animated version on Sunday, and I can full-heartedly tell you that James Earl Jones. That's why I'm saying I'm in the minority here because I don't want to definitely sound. <laughs> Did like you like anybody in this terrible. movie, Aussie? <laughs> Not really. No. But, <laughs> he wasn't but very good in this movie. Say, but I was. But I will say that I agree with Noah on this. Like he wasn't. He wasn't as impactful as like his voice wasn't really as impactful like it was in in a previous iteration. I don't know if it's because of his age where he can necessarily like, you know, act that well, you know, or if it's because, you know, he just didn't really feel like the, like or if he just cast in another check. I mean, cuz this movie is 25 years there's a 25 year dif- difference, so I really don't know. But to me, he really didn't sound if you if you Carlos, if you go back and watch the original, You'll Please see. stop telling me to watch I'm the sorry. original. I'm sorry. Please I'm stop sorry. telling me to watch it's the original. Just, look, you yeah, act like look, I'm like is, un, like I'm uncultured. One, I've never seen no, the original I'm, movie. No, the, the Lion King is the best animated movie ever made. I'm on record as saying you. that. I wrote like a long essay detailing you. how much I love that I'm movie. Not telling you. 
to go <laughs> back you and watch this the movie, movie because of the fact that you don't remember it. I, I'm telling you to go back and rewatch. This it. is just this, listen. Compare uh, notes. No. That's all I'm saying. This is Look, turning into one of those things where <laughs> you guys are so negative that you're turning me into a fan of this movie because I'm having to defend it. Like this Look, is, I'm not um, overly positive on this movie, uh, but you guys are overly negative on this movie. <laughs> I don't think we're being overly negative. I think we're just being negative at all. (laughs) Minorly cynical. (laughs) Minorly cynical. Interesting. I mean, look, I I mean, if there's one thing that we can compare, it's James Earl Jones' performance because it's the same characters, same. He's he's literally saying the exact same things, and he says them worse. It's not (laughs) as good as the original. Do you have a thought on this, Enrique? I I don't know. I mean, it didn't. Stick. I mean, I haven't seen the original in a while, but it, it wasn't overly bad. Like, I can understand how maybe he sounded like more and I'm younger or deeper terrible. in the original, but the act, like, <laughs> I mean, okay, if you play them side by side, I can like understand if the voice does not sound exactly the same, but performance wise, I did not see a difference. Exactly. There's sure. like the performance is fine. Like, like, I, I, I can give you maybe his voice is. sounded less deep, but I feel like the performance well, that's itself. That's what I'm saying. Well, Carlos, that's. Why, that's why we were both saying because we don't know when the last time you watched this movie is. We both watched this movie. <laughs> oh so, my like, god! We literally, both of you. Okay, check back in next week. <laughs> yeah, this episode's line. over. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> Ozzy, thank you for coming on. Uh, well, maybe maybe we'll have you on <laughs> next week. I don't know. All right, uh, ratings. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> are we getting that already? Oh god! No, I'm man, not. I'm not rating this, this movie. I've been like. Okay, all right, good. Because this has not been a very good review. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can I rate it? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, I rate I'm it. I'm giving this movie a six. What the fuck? Wow. This movie sucks. I hate it. Not even James Earl Jones was good. I give it a six. <laughs> uh, I give it a 6.1. <laughs> wow. They're going rogue. They're rating it without us finishing. We're rating it without your permission. <laughs> I give it six Mufasas out of ten. Six Mufasas. Six Mufasas. Um, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. We can, we can talk about Scar. What do you guys think? Oh, okay, two things. Um, one, I think, you know, in this trend of live action mates, they have to, they usually have to make them longer because. You know, animated movies yeah. are almost exclusively 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, this movie was two hours. So they added 30 minutes. And generally, they'll add like a subplot. Like, you know, Aladdin had a bit of a subplot. So did uh, Beauty and the Beast. This movie, it didn't. It just kind of made things take longer. I don't know. Did you guys notice that? Um, I think, I yes. Yes, it definitely does that. Okay. I think some of it is fine, but some of it is just awful. Like the... There we go. The, the there you go. The, the lion, like his fur, his fur like yeah, flagged in here. What the frick? Oh my gosh, you're right. I, I forgot why. about that. that it's like, like so random. I was like, yeah, it's okay. a three minute scene of fur <laughs> getting eaten, pooped. It's like rolled, in, in the original. Blown. In the original, it's just like I mean, like <laughs> the wind like catches like his yeah. scent or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Like it's like and and it's like uh, Rafiki like essentially like gets it in the air and it's like that's it. And it's like why did we need an explanation? of how this happened like i don't, I don't know. know i feel like john favreau is just like animal planet so weird that was yeah. oh man that was the it's weirdest like, part of this movie by far that's the magic of animation is that they can just oh and the dust went into the air and it traveled miles and well, miles and, and rafiki just pulled it out and this one it's like 
Well, the dust, you know, it did go into the air and then it fell on the ground and then it went in the water and then it was drank and eaten and then pooped and then rolled. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) they wanted, it's like they wanted to over explain things. And it's like, again, I don't think it's like it's all like, terrible, but like that is definitely one where it's like, what is happening? You know what was it's like, was that a plot hole where people whining exactly. about that? Like, like, how did that fur fly so far away? Yeah. <laughs> I need so an explanation weird. from that Disney. Put it yeah. in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what was better? Jungle Book. That was a good one. Jungle Book was pretty good. That was really good. Yeah, I, Jungle I Book thoroughly enjoyed better. Jungle Book. I mean, it was like, it was distinct enough the, and, and like not a retelling. I don't think. I, guess. I don't know, but then again, I feel like Jungle Book is going to get less like nitpicky criticism. Than this exactly, one. that's also part of it as but well. But then again, Jungle Book is Miles better. I'll give that. Shout out to Miles. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to front Miles. of the Shut show. Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and, I, and I also, I do want to bring up like, there is, this is definitely one of those movies where there is a clear and obvious divide between critics and fans. Um, you know, just looking at even the Rotten Tomatoes scores, they're drastically different. And the general consensus that I've gotten from people who have seen this movie is that they love it, which was a fascinating experience for me. Cause I was like, it's, that, it's, it becomes one of those situations where you're like, I mean, it was okay. Like, and then they're like, well, why did you hate it? And it's like, well, you know, it's funny how depending on the context, I can either look like the person who loved this movie or look like the person mm-hmm. who hated this movie. It's like, at yeah. the end of the day, it's fine. And I want to make that clear. It is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the three or four different people I talked to were just like, I loved it. And exactly. even the person I saw it with, yeah, and she's like, I didn't say anything. And three different times, she's just like, well, I liked it, and I was just like, oh, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, well, and it's like, I don't want to ruin people. Like, I'm not telling mm-hmm. you not to dislike or to dislike it, you know? It's like, if you love the movie, you love the movie. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, Noah, do you have anything else you want to touch on before we actually rate this? Uh, oh, we're, we're not counting their, their ratings. I uh, mean, well, they, they rated it. <laughs> I think I think Scar is just, I mean, I understand that they're, they're changing it from animation to live action. And yeah. Scar as a character is just so expressive and so um, fun and gleefully performed by Jeremy Irons that Jeremy Irons that it's just. It's it's such a deadpan, you know, I'm mad that I'm not, you know, the king or whatever. It's so so bland in, mm. in comparison by Chewie Age of Four. And I'm just I'm just I'm not really here for it. I don't know. I eh, you know, whatever. I, don't know. I feel like nobody gave a positive on this movie. Uh anyway. I mean really like do, do we have any thoughts on Scar? They were fun. We That's the biggest change. Said, yeah, like I don't I don't I don't like I did not like his I did not like his his voice acting in this movie. Like the, my biggest gripes, which they're huge gripes, is that I don't like the voice acting in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And then I Definitely don't big. like the fact that um, that this anim- that you know, and it, it can't. It's very hard for me to fault this movie because it did a really great job with the animation and in, in the in the cinematography. But at the same time, that. Being that well of an animate, looking the fact that they made it so realistic, it really holds the movie back. Also. Yeah, it, it is a weird dynamic. It definitely is. So mm-hmm. that's that's and that's that's my grab of this movie because this movie it, it's a like I, I don't disagree with you, Carl. That's why I gave it a six. It's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. I think I think what saves it is the fact that it's visually stunning, the fact that it looks good. But if I'm going to look at the voice acting in this movie, which is which is 
why you I sound so negative is because I don't think the voice acting is is fantastic. I think they hired great actors, but apart from these Beyonce, aren't oh, apart from Beyonce, you guys are gonna get <laughs> some Beyonce so haters. Bring it on! Have you listened to Lemonade? I mean. Bring, Bring it on. That's fine. But but they're not voice actors, which is my biggest gripe with this movie. They're not voice actors. They're not professional voice actors. So it's very hard for them. To me, I felt like a lot of the times these actors were just reading lines instead of acting like they were in the movie, acting and, and acting these actual, to be fair, actual characters. To be fair, that can be a symptom of like a lot of major animated movies. I think a lot of movies do that. Uh, yeah. and it's very frustrating I saw, sometimes. I saw an interview uh, with uh, Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover, and they were talking to him about like him recording with Beyonce, and he goes, I never recorded with her once, like face-to-face for the actual lines in the movie. I was always in a separate room. And I was like, hmm, that seems problematic for uh, chemistry, but uh, I guess... And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, Donald Glover, to me, and the... He's a national treasure, though. I I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's talented. (laughs) And I think everybody in this cast is talented. I'm not trying to dock them any points in their talent. I just believe that for this film, for the the task at hand, which is right now we're hiring you to be a voice actor, I don't feel that they did the job well. And that's what I'm saying. And and I feel that that they're not they're not talented in that in that degree. I'm not saying that they can't be talented, but for this particular film, to me, it wasn't it wasn't on par with what we've had previously yeah you know what i mean yeah. And, right, yeah. and and we've gotten a lot of animated features before with professional with with big big name actors that i felt were more that were felt that i felt were personally better in other films than in this movie that i felt yeah. can be uh um, right. voice actors all these convincing i'm lowering my rating uh five <laughs> mufasas out of time <laughs> i mean I, th- I we're definitely we're all i think but you know, voice acting could have been yes. better. Uh, Billy Billy Eichner though, he he did a good job. He did great. Good job, Billy Eichner. And anyway. Seth Rogen, you know, oh, sure. Um, actually, I think I think the the biggest, you know, the worst example of like animation, character animation, and then voice acting was John Oliver and Zazu, because Zazu is just a bird, like an actual bird. When he opens his mouth, John Oliver's voice comes out. And it's like, it, it looks like they just have like a speaker attached to the bird. So when the bird, you know, moves its mouth, they just play uh, his voice, his, his lines of the speaker. It's just, it's so wooden and so completely separate. I don't know. When the movie happened, I was like, okay, this is what we're it's, rolling with. Sure. I didn't notice in the movie, to be honest, but. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, how does it like to have every point refuted immediately? All right, I'm changing my rating. Seven, move- no, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I just go with whoever's winning the argument. Like, Who's winning? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm winning. I, in defense, um, in defense of, of people who like this movie, which, I mean, you know, it's fine if you like this movie. We're, I mean, we're trying to criticize it. We're looking for things. I mean, if you're listening to this, it's, it's, a, it's fine to watch a movie. And I feel like what a lot of people like about it is that it, in, in some way, validates their enjoyment of the original. Like the fact that this big, glossy, high-budget movie with all these famous people in it is just inherently good because it's based off of something that you've loved. And I think mm-hmm. that's... That's just sort of that. That's a minor aspect of the psychology of, well, yeah. of why people and, like it. And, and of course, go for it. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. And I mean, you know, good songs and everything. Yeah. The songs are still hold up. And there's a very minor, I think, uh, take that some of the uh, some of the actors, particularly Donald Glover, I think he he puts a nice spin. Just his his vocal inflection, I think, especially in like Hukun Matata, like I can hear it. I hear it mm-hmm. a lot in his, in his like you know his singing in his you know. Uh, as Childish Gambino, you can hear it in... Uh, oh, God, Pumbaa, he's riffing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was just like, yep, that's, that's what he does. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, Noah, what rating do you have? <laughs> oh, gosh. How many movies? Um, I was going to... I've, I've, I've softened up a bit, you know, in that sort of retrospective of why people liked it. I had, like, this big list of adjectives I was going to use to describe this movie. <laughs> Um, and I was just going to come down really hard on it, but I just, you know, it's, it's like a 5.9. I don't know. Yes, we won. It, it doesn't enhance, it doesn't enhance anything from the original. Uh, it yeah. just, it just seems like, I mean, I'm, I'm vehemently against remaking these animated movies just cause I think it just doesn't, you know, I don't know where they're going for. They just trying to keep the ideas fresh in the minds of audiences because I, I guess that's got to be what it is because they can't just do sequels. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, yeah, 509. Yeah. Um, I want a live-action remake of Lion King 1 and a half. All right, that Enrique, is, let's, that's what let's, I let's get to. your final <laughs> score because you uh, changed it like 10 times. Final score. <laughs> Everybody ready? Can I get a drum roll? No. Uh, all right, uh, okay, my final score is 5.5 uh, Billy uh, Eichner's out of 10. All right. Uh, Ozzy, what was yours again? <laughs> It was at a six. Okay. But I'm dropping it down to like a solid five. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> We're just okay, so dropping. we won with Noah, we lost with Ozzy. <laughs> See, the hilarious thing is, like, we're sitting here getting heated over this, and it's like I'm like I'm a this is a six. Like it's a it's a fine movie. Like, I don't Hashtag know. Hashtag <laughs> not my Lion King. And that's the thing, and I you we we've talked about this endlessly with these with these remakes, but it's worth mentioning again here. It's like you're right, Noah. It's does this enhance anything? No, like <laughs> it doesn't really. Now, can these movies exist? can these movies enhance things? Yes, and I would argue that some of them do. I think the live action Cinderella definitely does. Um, so yeah, it, it's but it's 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 a different. I think it's a different aspect, though. For instance, I believe like what they're going to be doing with Mulan. I actually find that trailer interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah. taking it on a different. They're making it. They're also turning it into its kind of its own original thing too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that to me makes it more interesting, and it, it intrigues me to want to watch it because. For me, what that trailer also said to me was, "Hey, like we understand, you know, you have." Like, we have the animated version, but we're going to make this a different version of what you love. And I, and I respect that. And I, it's still going to piss people off, though, unfortunately. That's still no going to piss Mushu. people off, unfortunately. But, no, thank you. Yeah, which is, yeah, no which, you know, I get. But, I mean, I respect what they're doing with Mulan, and I appreciate what they're doing with Mulan. Well, I can appreciate that. And that's, it's not, yeah. they're not trying to remake or take away what the original accomplished. Well, imagine people still the same complaints though. Like, oh man, Mulan had no emotion. Like I just wasn't down with the super realistic Mulan. <laughs> well, see, but that's, no animated. That's no uh, animated animals yeah. in this. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Be, it no. should be better. It would just well, be really. The fun, thing yeah. is, that's the frustrating thing about this is like. This movie, like I like we've established, is very well liked by the general movie going audience. Um, 
and this movie is essentially what people always make fun of with remakes. It's like, oh, it's just the same thing. Why? What's the purpose of this? And you, you even said it, Noah, like, what's the purpose of this movie? I don't really have a good answer for you because this one in particular <laughs> is basically just The Lion King, except they threw some fat on there and were like, we're going to make it realistic, which isn't, that's not enough of a different thing. Like, I, it's just, it's simply not enough. Um, but there are like legit like again the mulan is a great example like that one makes sense to go live action because you can do different things with the live action version again i i'll bring up cinderella you know there there are ways you can make these things different and tell the story in a different way approach it from a different angle give it a different spin and still have it point back to the original because at the end of the day that's all these movies are meant to do it's marketing for disney and for the original movies for you to buy them on blu-ray when they come out of the vault which is the dumbest invention in history um (laughs) so it's yeah at the end of the day they're just marketing themselves that's what these movies are for um and this one succeeds for a lot of people and that's um, weird uh because it doesn't succeed artistically necessarily as well as it could which is frustrating hot take disney plus should be called the disney vault instead yeah that definitely they missed out on that yeah Yeah. all right that was Maybe it'll be a Speaking subsection. about yeah. Disney Plus, good. There you go. Let's I was just segue it over to Comic Con. <laughs> there we yes. go. Um, Comic Con, we need just the Marvel panel because I don't. <laughs> yeah. Really what else happened? All right. What is comic? Well, briefly, be- all right. <laughs> briefly, be- because we promised <laughs> oh, Brianna we would talk about it. Has cats everybody here, <laughs> except for Ozzy, because I know he hasn't. Has everybody here seen the? Cats trailer. I've seen the play. I've (laughs) seen it a million times. The trailer or the play? (laughs) The trailer. Might need to see the play now. No, 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 no. no, Just to assure myself that it exists and I'm not, you know, Um, that that it's a real thing. This is one of those things where I think the internet collectively, like, freaked out about this. (laughs) It wasn't really a freak out. It was more just like the internet just collectively said, What? <laughs> n- no, mm. I don't. Just it was. It was. A I don't think it's a no. I think it's. A, I think it was a. Ugh. <laughs> it wasn't. I, really I don't know. No. I think <laughs> it was such an. It was such an earnest and like almost doe-eyed trailer that they yeah. were just. They were so genuine like, about it, and they were so. And they played it so straight, <laughs> and they were like, "Look at this thing that we made," and the internet just like. Ah, kill it! It's, it's insane. It was, what if they pull a Sonic the Hedgehog and they're like, "All right, no, guys, we're they, pushing back the movie a year no way, and we're redoing no the cats. We're doing it like live." They're, they're trying to. They are hitting this thing for Oscar season. They're they're go, they're no, going yeah, for they're the going like for best song because it's Tom Hooper. Yeah. So, um, it, this pretty bland director, I look, think. This, uh, this whole thing is just. The collective internet freakout about this was very fascinating to me. I just love it because everyone is because I saw the play probably like a few months ago and I was like, "What? Ew! This is a thing that exists." And then a few months later, the entire internet was like, "What? Ew! A thing that exists." And I was like, "I'm not alone." You were just a little bit ahead on them. Yeah, like the like the play. Like I can assure you, this trailer, as weird as it looks, this is the movie. Like there's no turn. There's no glimmering light. This is how weird it's gonna be, and it's not good. 
bad either. Well, okay. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to say. Weird doesn't necessarily mean no, bad. Uh, it's bad. As we'll talk about with the movie uh, later on this episode. I mean, uh, there are indications that it looks pretty bad. I don't know. So I don't like. That's the thing. Like, I was like watching this trailer. And I was like, they like what you were talking about, Noah. Where you're like, they played it so straight, and it was so like. Uh, they were but, like, you know, cats, yeah. that famous yeah. property well, that we all love. Yeah, exactly. and everybody and everyone was like, ew. And everybody was furries? So excited Gross. to see. Well, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, because of how confident they were in it, I was like, I mean, it's got to be all right, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I have this, like, weird sense of confidence about it, even though, like, it yeah. looks so, like, weird and disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to be there opening. Oh, movie. yeah. 100%. Oh, I don't I'm, know if I want to see it again. Because, gonna, okay, let me just let me give a quick night. description of the play. Okay, oh, so God. it's freaking you open up, right? There's not a single line of dialogue in this play that isn't a musical number. It is a musical oh. number from beginning to end. And I'm not a musical guy, so I was like, ew, this is weird. <laughs> and not even that. It's okay, so it's a bunch of cats, and they're this is not a spoiler, this is just a synopsis of blah blah blah. Uh, so it's all these cats and they're gathered around in their like cat village because um I guess, like, the leader of the cat is dying, and when he dies, he chooses another cat to be reincarnated, like, as himself, I guess? Because another fun thing about this story, there's no exposition. They never explain that to you. Someone told me that after the play, and I was like, what did I watch? Because they all speak in, like, this weird old English cat language, and it's all just <laughs> singing and dancing and spandex. It just is awful. Don't see cats. That's <laughs> mine. <my. laughs> All right. I think we thoroughly covered that trailer. Um, Ozzy, hopefully you watch the trailer and get freaked out like the rest of us. Um, all right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm chilling with it, though. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Well, let's talk about Comic-Con. Uh, mostly the Marvel panel, uh, unless there's anything else specific that you guys want to touch on. Top Gun, Top Gun trailer was cool. I'll say that. But, yeah, um, Top Gun trailer was pretty cool. Um, I've never all right. seen Top Gun. Uh, you should fix that. Not even All right. on my list. Uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about this Marvel, uh, these Marvel announcements we, here. Do we just want to go with like our highlights, or do we want to just like run through it all at no, once? No, we're gonna then... let's run through it, and then we'll talk about whatever you guys okay. want to talk about right. with it. I've um, got a list if we want to go yeah, through. Yeah, it go quick. for it. Are you going in chronological order? Chronological order, as in uh, really state order. Yes. All right. So uh, first, coming up in May of 2020, we've got the Black Widow movie. A um, few things about that. Taskmaster is supposed to be the villain. It's set after Civil War. And uh, it just might give us the answer to the questions fans have been dying for the answer to. And that's why does Black Widow have blonde hair in Infinity War? I, I for one, can't wait for them to address that. What about you? Um, <laughs> I'm, a joke. I don't care. Um, I'm excited for this movie for two reasons. Number one. Uh, I really like the idea of exploring more of Black Widow's backstory. That's always been something that's that is kind of fascinating. And as much as it's kind of obnoxious when they're like, "Let's get the backstory of every character," I think this is a character whose backstory is interesting enough that uh, it could work. I'm I'm a little excited. You didn't get, maybe let we'll me do my second a, reason. Oh, sorry. <laughs> get a little salty here. Wow, and a lot of tension. <laughs> uh, the second reason is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh is one of the best up-and-coming young actresses on the planet. And she is in this movie, and I'm so excited that she gets to do a Marvel movie and continue to prove to everyone that she is awesome. Okay, uh, I'm only a little bit excited because maybe we'll finally get a good female-led Marvel movie. That's a hot take. That that, you just wanted to take a shot that at Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Ozzy, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I mean, I'm excited for it. I guess. I mean, I don't really. Know. I mean, <laughs> you're not very pumped about this one. All right, <laughs> Red Sparrow. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, it's it's a prequel. I mean, I don't really know if I need that right now, especially That's with right. her character passing away. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna enjoy. It. I just I don't have like I feel like this movie is honestly coming out later. Like, you know, should have come out earlier. Than, I think a lot than, of people would later. agree with you. Yeah. Um, so that's why, I mean, they're, they're making it now, which is, I mean, I'm fine with it, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not really feeling like super pumped out about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I I think I need to see a trailer for me to be like, all right, damn, like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be super pumped for that. All right. I mean, as of right now, I don't, I don't really feel, I mean, it's great news, I guess, but yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of, you know, eh, about it. Florence Pugh is going to be a superstar. Florence who? Florence Pugh. Well, we'll probably discuss her a little bit more when we get to Midsummer. Yes, definitely. Yeah. He's really good. All right. Next up, we've got something that I know. Well, oh, actually, no. If we're going in chronological order, we've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a Disney Plus. Um, yes. Don't know. I don't think we know anything about this. Obviously, uh, we know Falcon is taking Zemo's over the world. back. Captain I America. know that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And um, one interesting thing. This is thing one of the ones I'm least interested in, by the way. Yeah, that's I fair. Thought it could, I, mean, I think it know. could be fun because Falcon could be like, I have to become Captain America. And I'll be like, oh wow, I guess that that might be cool. Maybe if there's like a rivalry between Radio them, because like I should be winner, or I should be Captain America. No, I should be Captain and America. It's like frozen. the whole show, it's just them arguing <laughs> about who should be Captain America. Then I'd be down. See, what I feel like would have made sense is to have like a Black Widow Winter Soldier kind of movie. That 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 is something that I feel Black like Widow Winter cool Soldier. Of, Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be pretty cool because because they're both, they're both basically like spies. Hmm. Yeah, one is a super yeah. spy. And They're both technically like, Russian spies. Wait, exactly. So I, well, no. I feel that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I feel that essentially, they could. I feel like essentially, I feel like what would be a cool idea is if one the soldier and her kind of work together, and then you know it kind of goes into Natasha's past and also his past. You know what I mean? So I feel like it would. I feel like it would work. Honestly, I feel like if they did something like that, it would it would work essentially. Yeah. And kind of establish them as like maybe like a duo team or something like that. But I, I yeah. feel maybe like a Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm not really feeling that. But I mean, I get it to some degree. But I mean, I would I would have liked to see a Winter Soldier and Black Widow movie. Yeah. To like them being like yeah. duos. I think that would have been cool. I mean, this show's not going to be past. Yeah. This show's not going to be bad. It's just like. It's no, the one I that I'm think, least excited be, for. You know? I don't think it's going to be bad at all. I still think it's going to be yeah. really good. I just feel that I, I personally would have preferred a, a, a Winter Soldier and Black Widow movie. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I, I don't think this show's going to be bad whatsoever. I think Anthony Mack is going to do amazing. I think Sebastian Stan is going to do amazing. Those, I mean, I love those two characters. But mm-hmm. if I were going to choose what, if I, like, if I had the opportunity to choose what I would like to see, I would like to see a Winter Soldier and Black Widow movie. Like what a movie! I just think it would be really great and cool. Sure, yeah. Um, one thing that I, that I'm kind of you know intrigued and interested in is that these don't, these don't seem to be built. They're not television shows. They don't think they're they're not getting second seasons. For as far as I know, they're limited series. Yeah, and which to me I that like. says, yeah, that to me that says six to ten episodes max. And I like Praise. that because let's um, go. You know, Netflix. Uh, the Netflix original shows, Daredevil. And I mean, you know, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, the best ones, but like Luke Cage and Iron Fist just drag so much in the like the middle part. And, and they only have like 13 episodes, which is like impressive yeah. that it's still like for a lot of them. You're right. They it's like 13 yeah. is too much. 
tell your story, man, and then be done with it. All right. It's, it's, yeah, I, I like that. They're one off, they're cramming it. It's all killer, no filler. Yeah. I like it. To me, eight to 10 is perfect for TV. Maybe 12. Maybe it's like the max. I me. love 24. No. 24 20, 20, is so much. I never realized that till streaming came out. And I'm like, dear Lord, no, how are, how? Yeah. Network TV is outdated. I, I, I've been saying oh. it for a long time. It really, their, their system is so flawed. And I'm so ready to move on from it. And I hope that the networks do at some point. Yeah. Um, um, what's the next thing? Yeah. All right, we've got uh, November 6th, 2020, The Eternals. Uh, I don't know anything about The Eternals. Uh, but, uh, they no. just announced the cast. Hold on, let me pull it up. The cast is interesting. Angelina Jolie. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, like, as the characters. Oh, I don't yeah. know what The Eternals are. I, in I feel like they're trying to hit us with a Guardians of the Galaxy surprise again. Not necessarily that they're going to try to remake Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're trying to... They they chose something that no one knows just so that they can mold it. Into yeah, I think there's another do. thing on here that is the thing that no one. I mean, nobody knows Eternals, yeah, yeah. but there's another one on here that yeah, is yeah, even yeah, more yeah, like yeah, out there. Yeah, like, what the we'll frick is this? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, the Eternals, like, I feel like it's gonna be relatively easy to like grasp onto because people like have so easily just accepted like Guardians and accepted the Thor movies and their weirdness. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. People will latch onto it. I'm sure. Um, uh, do you have the cast pulled up here? I can't seem to find it. Uh, all I know is Angelina Jolie and Camille Nanjiani. And the I know Brianna. Paperboy from Atlanta. Right. Oh, Paperboy from Atlanta. Someone right, yeah. with the last name Madden. Oh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. Uh, bad at yeah, last yeah. names. Uh, <laughs> or first name. Or uh, names. Richard Madden is uh, um, Rob Stark and Ricky. Oh. Yes, he is. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, th- this cast is pretty interesting. Like, uh, yeah, Salma Hayek. Um, uh, oh yeah, that's an interest. That is an interesting yeah. cast, right so, there. I've, it's fascinating. I, yeah, I, it's almost a risk right there. I think for Salma Hayek, because like, she doesn't really do legitimate, per se, movies anymore. I think that's a fair yeah. thing to say. Yeah. She um, kind of just makes cameos and yeah, lower budget. I don't know. Yeah, and twenty twenty, and uh, Angelina Jolie is leading a superhero movie. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Janky scoop. All right, you want to move on? All right. Um, again, I mean, I know about as much about Shang Chi as I do about the Eternals. <laughs> but we've got yeah, uh, that, February twelfth, twenty twenty one. I'm sure that date will change. But Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I do know about the Ten Rings. Ten Rings are the Mandarin, and we got you know snippets of the Mandarin in. Uh, well, I mean, he was a character in Iron Man three. But we also there are some. He's got some Easter eggs in like the original Iron Man. Uh, with his his ten rings, they're like magic yeah. rings, and this will be. Yeah. Uh, you so think that date's changing? Why? Oh, I I think all these dates have, are subject to change. If you looked at, uh, I mean, if you look back at yeah. uh, some of the times when they said, you know, the dates will come out. Yeah. I think Captain Marvel was meant to come out in November of 2017. Well, um, yeah, Feige said that this lineup is gonna be as flexible as the other ones, so things might okay. be added, things might be taken out, but. What fascinated me about this whole thing, uh, just to take a little step back, because obviously none of us have too much in-depth uh, things to say about Shang-Chi. I <laughs> personally <laughs> am a huge fan uh, of the... But anyway, to take a step back from all of this, um, this lineup, it feels smaller than the last time they made a huge announcement. Yeah. But it, it kind of isn't because they're incorporating the shows into all of it. So, like, when you combine all of it, it's about the same size. 
Uh, but it definitely doesn't, it definitely is a shorter time period that they announced. And that, I think, is one of the reasons that I think these, yes, I'm sure the dates will be adjusted if they need to. But I think they're a little bit more, they're going to be a little bit more confident in this because they are taking it a little bit slower this time. I think they were very, very burned by uh, Inhumans um, and that whole fiasco um, the last time they made a big announcement. um, And that was a bit of an embarrassment for them as a studio. So I think that's why they took a bit of a smaller announcement here. And even some big names that we know are coming were not announced, and they're noticeable by their absence being Black Panther, um, Black Panther 2, um, Guardians Guardians 3, which we know is a bit of a complicated situation because of James Gunn. Um, And what's the other one that I'm missing? Uh, Spider-Man? Captain Marvel 2 we know is coming, but... I know know Spider-Man 3 is coming. And Spider-Man 3, but that one's complicated because of the Sony thing. So there's there's things missing from this list that are noticeable, but um, I... It helps that they're not like announcing like five years into the future. You know, it's only yeah. three years this time, which is I think a better a choice. They're not DC and announcing anything that they even have <laughs> yeah, the slightest exactly. idea. This We're is the bigger like right an here. intern goes, oh, you know, it'd be cool a Robin something. <laughs> I don't know all the Robins <laughs> that get girl movie. Fight. Joss Whedon's going to direct. Like, remember, all right, Martin Scorsese <laughs> directing the Robin spinoff in 2089. <laughs> yeah. Remember like, when there was supposed to be a Nightwing movie, and remember when there was supposed to be a Batgirl movie directed by Joss Whedon. Remember and, when oh The Flash had eight directors and still, still doesn't still, have a... It still doesn't really have a writer, does it? No. Uh, so, yeah. Um, God, the DCU is just... It's a mess. It's just dead. Please, it's yeah, dead I, I hope they keep doing things like... I, I might be saying this a little too early, but I hope they keep trying things like The Joker where they're not mm-hmm. so worried about continuity and they're just trying like weird like and Like every things. movie is a what-if movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's almost like, you know, they, they, they tried the cinematic universe and they're like, ugh, all right, we'll just go back to making movies like normal. We're not going to try and tie them together. We'll just, you know, yeah. make try and make movies. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, what's the next thing, though? Uh, we've got our next Disney Plus show, WandaVision. Uh, what I know about this in terms of plot, it is set. It's it's set in the present. You know, it's after Endgame. Um, really? It is. I, at least that is what I've heard. And Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen are in it. And it will also tie into the Doctor Strange movie we'll discuss in a few minutes. Um, yes. Um, this, if I'm, I, I mean, I wrote that down. I wrote that down that it's set after Endgame. So I don't know why where I got that, but I'm pretty sure it's true. That's that's interesting. If that's the case, um, what what is that? Are we going different? I mean, she builds another vision. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. Um, Yeah. So uh, this is something, and this is probably apart from one other thing. This is probably the thing that I like in terms of like again taking a step back. This is the thing I'm most excited about is (laughs) the fact that we're incorporating Scarlet Witch more into this universe. I've always felt like she is an underutilized character. In this uh, franchise, I think that they had... accent's funny. Well, they gave up on it. For, <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> they gave well, up on it. I mean, maybe she was Americanized. Maybe she sure. just like... <laughs> that's like, that's a, the excuse. Know. But they clearly... Sure. they didn't. Elizabeth Olsen didn't want to do it anymore. So they were like, yeah, we're done. Um, but yeah, I think Elizabeth Olsen is an underutilized actress in this universe. So I'm just excited that they seem to be committing to this character and to this actress um, with this show. And then obviously we'll talk about Doctor Strange um, a little bit. A uh, friend of the show, Kendrick, uh, he, <laughs> I talked to him about all the Comic-Con 
and stuff. And uh, his only thought on WandaVision was a dumb name. He said he doesn't want to watch it just because of the name. He's like that. Yeah, that how was come, kind of a stupid Yeah, he's like, how, is, come, yeah. how come? He's like, how come uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show isn't called like Falcon Soldier or, <laughs> or Winter Falcon? Like, Winter Falcon. Hey, Winter that would be Falcon. that's interesting. Winter, Winter Falcon. Falcon. Not a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, let's see. All right. After that, we've got uh, another movie. Super excited about this. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Same director. I actually loved the original Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange as a character. I'm really excited to see, uh, especially since this has Elizabeth Olsen in it. Yes. Like two top tier Avengers, you know, in, you know get a little bit nerdy yeah. here, but like. Two of the I'm strongest super, Avengers. I'm super happy about it. I'm super happy about it. Like, especially after the events of Infinity War, like where we saw Doctor Strange take on Thanos, like with, with just like three Infinity Rings. I was I was super hyped for it. Hold on. I was super hyped for it. Um, Do you want yeah. Okay, you said what? Infinity Rings. Uh, <laughs> you weren't going to let it go? Infinity I was going to let it go. <laughs> you just, I was going to let it I was gonna let it go, and then Noah's like, "No, we're gonna dunk on him here." <laughs> I'm the legend so sorry. of the Ten Rings. It all comes back. Yeah, to it. It comes back. The legend of the Ten. I did not. I did not mean to say. Like, I did not. Mean uh, to you don't say. have to apologize. It's fine. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Dude, it's fine. Um, but yeah. So th- yeah, this is definitely one that again I'm excited because of. Um, Scarlet Witch as a character um, being introduced or being uh, incorporated into this movie, I think that could be really cool. I think they're characters that make sense to work together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're pulling in pulling an Endgame and throwing like a Hawkeye in here or something for some reason, um, <laughs> having them do like the mystical mission. Um, but yeah, so it's it, I, I'm excited for this movie definitely. Um, even though like the first one's good, I'm not like the biggest fan of the first one, but it's it's a good movie and I'm. I th- I want to see what Scott Derrickson's going to do with the sequel. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely. I you know, it's not, it's not the best yeah. Marvel yeah, yeah, uh, MCU movie, but it's you know, I like the character and I like the, yeah, the story. I've already heard people talking about it, hyping it up again as like a horror movie, and I just want to take yeah, a stance oh, right. again. Like I don't know, they said that last time. Uh, agreed. It was just a Marvel. Like, agreed. Like let's about what? chill about the oh, first about Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. They're like, it's well, gonna be a horror movie, and I, I was like, oh, <laughs> it wasn't a horror movie. It's a little but it was bit. Good. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine with like, all of these Marvel movies. No, that's what they said. Uh, yeah, it's a little it's bit of a pet peeve of mine with all of these Marvel movies. It's like they're always like, oh man, I love how Marvel incorporates different genres, and I'm like. Dude, they don't like. Please stop. It's like they don't. <laughs> like it's like it's like action comedy and then comedy action movies. Exactly. It's like like slightly more comedy like, or slightly more action. It's it's and the Winter Soldier is always the big one that people bring up. It's like oh, Winter Soldier oh, is like a political an esp- thriller. It's a political it's a espionage movie, and it's like no, no it's not. <laughs> please stop. Oh, like I'm al- I already get a little bit annoyed with the romantic r- romanticizing that people do with that movie in particular, but when. People people say that i'm just like that's just not true like it just makes me angry um so yeah that's a little bit of a pet peeve so i i'm annoyed just, that they said just, it again you're just a hater winter soldier i am a winter soldier hater that i fully admit i don't know uh, spider-man's a teenager uh, the movie. coming of age movie oh, okay fair enough um Anyway, I mean, I think, Endgame's you know, a time travel. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Shut up. I would, I would give them, you know, a teen comedy for yeah, Far From Home and Homecoming or teen comedies. I want to say, you know, 
Maybe. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. <laughs> High school movie. I mean, it's just like, what level of comedy are we talking here? That's that's really it. Yeah. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy are just comedy. They're like uh, yeah. sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Or action comedy. But it was like, it, it was the thing, comedy. yeah, it was, it was just, when I first, when this first thing started getting on my radar, it was when they had that big announcement. Uh, and they were like, Ant-Man, directed by Peyton Reed, it's going to be a comedy. And then we're, <laughs> and then, uh, and then when it started to come out and people started to realize what it was about, it's like, oh, Ant-Man's going to be a heist movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and, and then it was, I mean, uh, and then it was Winter Soldier. It's, oh, it's a, it's a political espionage movie. And it's like, is it really though? And then there was, uh, uh, because Scott Derrickson was directing Doctor Strange, they're like, oh, it must be a horror movie. And it's like, uh, <laughs> please stop. Um, yeah, that's anyway. fair enough. I mean, you know, get get a little edgy there. I, I feel like they they you know they might be able to do that. Just get away with it a little bit. I don't know. It's it's fine. Uh, like it's up, not the end of the world, but it's just annoying. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we've got my least anticipated Disney Plus show because, I mean, we've seen kind of a full character arc for this character, and that's Loki. <laughs> Uh, it's, I, I believe it's going to be taking place after, um, you know, basically in 2012, you know, for the Avengers, because in Endgame, uh, Loki picked up a Tesseract and just blipped out of there. It takes place in a parallel and, uh, dimension, essentially. Yeah, parallel dimension, or maybe our dimension, because, you know, he can just go around, or there, or the 616 universe, or whatever, because he can, you know, do whatever he wants with the Space Stone. Well, and also, they completely ruined the time travel rules at the end of Endgame, so who knows what any of it means. So, <laughs> um, That's true. So, Fair he enough. could very well be in this universe, because for some reason, Captain America ended up in the same universe when he stayed. So He it, can be in our universe. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, wow. Outside of the television. <laughs> he's going to become movie. a movie critic, the biggest MCU hater. <laughs> like, yeah, he in, is. He's, like, he's ah. just in Lion King. <laughs> He's just sitting in Lion King like, I didn't like this version of Scar. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I'm – this could be fine. I, it's like I'm interested because Tom Hiddleston. That's basically it, and I think that's what most people that are super excited about this would say. It's because Tom Hiddleston is so good as this character. You know, mm -hmm. maybe there's not much left to be had – uh, artistically, and it even takes the character a step backwards, to be honest, it because yeah. because it's like there was a lot of character growth since 2012's Avengers, and this is the version of the character that we're getting. It's like, mm -hmm. why do I want to go back? Like, this is the we just ha saw this character essentially die fighting Thanos at the beginning of Infinity War, and now I have to watch him be a, right after he was a minion for Thanos. Like, I, I don't mm -hmm. know. It's just it's taking the character in a strange direction. So from that standpoint from a story standpoint it, i'm very much like why but from a perspective of like oh tom hiddleston gets his own miniseries that sounds what awesome. if it's like <laughs> what if it's like a period piece where he goes back to like nordic times <laughs> i mean that could be where he's like strand like phil phil of the future phil <laughs> from the future like he's stranded in nordic <laughs> times and he's got to team up with the nords i don't know i don't know i have no idea I mean, what that's he's what talking i pitched about. to uh, kevin from. feige and <laughs> Oh, that's what you pitched to him? That's, yeah. yeah Rick I'm really surprised. And he said no? That's weird. <laughs> well, he said maybe. He said maybe. <laughs> he said maybe. Oh, okay. All right. So, so we'll I don't know. Maybe they ripped me off. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So uh, we've got uh, a very open-ended concept right here. Marvel What If. It's based on the comic series that basically didn't really tie into anything. It just kind of said, oh, what did this happen? What if? Yeah. What if Tony Stark was a bad guy or like 
I don't know. I can't. This would be a good way for them to test out movie ideas. <laughs> yeah, fair. I don't know. It's like, oh, what do you think about that? This yeah, is animated, by the way. Um, it's animated? It is also yes. animated. Yes. yes, worth noting. Oh, I had no I idea think... until right now. That changes everything. <laughs> that changes yeah. everything for you. I'm down. Um, I think this could be really cool. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen a lot of, uh, we haven't seen any uh, animated uh, MCU content. So I think this yeah. is fascinating. And just the idea, I, what if stories tend to be pretty cool? Um, obviously, I think one of the more well-known ones is in the DC area uh, when you have uh, what if Superman had landed in Soviet Russia instead yeah, of, right. instead no, of, a, yeah. So that's um, a really, like, I, I just like those kind of things where you don't have anything holding you, holding you back from just trying random things. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love that they can, this gives them an avenue to just do really crazy and weird things and I hope they take it. Yeah. Uh, also, pretty, and it's interesting to note that uh, the voice cast for pretty much everybody, every, everyone's coming back. Everyone will, everyone will do it. I saw Josh Brolin. I saw the cool. cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw the cast of like Black Panther. Um, various. No, no complaining about characters. voice cast here. Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd, literally, like, yeah, it's just like everyone. Everyone's coming back. And I'm sure they'll give a great performance. But they're not voice actors. actors are fantastic <laughs> as voice actors. All right. Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. But it's, they're it's already the characters. All it's right, yeah. Different. It's different. I like James Earl Jones. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> moving on. You got me. All right, anyways, whatever. Uh, we've got the, I don't really care about it. Hawkeye. Hawkeye's got his own yeah, thing. The logo is cool. Logos is like, oh, can we talk about these logos? Because the logo for Loki is just not very good. That's the why Plus it's a Nordic. I look at it, I it looks know. Nordic to me. It looks Nordic. It looks, <laughs> I don't know what they were going for. I, I'm sure it'll, I don't know what it means. It's um, like, oh, Nordic. magic. Do we know when, <laughs> do we know when Hawkeye is set? No. Wait, hold on. Let me see what I got. I wrote down, um, don't know much about it. Okay. That's all I wrote. So, um, I don't know much about it. Well, they said so they said he's gonna be Ronan. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, I mean, that makes uh, it more interesting to me. Because if it's maybe, like yeah. a prequel Hawkeye thing, I was like, don't care. This is a character that I'm not that <laughs> interested in. But end game, post yeah. end game yeah, Hawkeye. They did, they did that's a little bit more Ronan. fascinating. That me. would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything? Ozzy? No. <laughs> I mean, <Ozzy. laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of. I, I kind of want to see what, what what they'll do with him. I mean, I mean, I don't yeah. really know much about him, but if they give him if they give him like a villain, kind of like what they're doing with Black Widow, which they're giving her ta- Taskmaster, which is a really great villain. If they give him something in the short for him to kind of pop out and go back into the world, I think that'd be interesting. I mean, I kind of want to see his dynamic with his wife and family because I mean, he has like a full mm-hmm. sleeve. You know what I mean? And on top of that, yeah. he's killed people now. So I kind of want to see. Oh yeah, and then his he had like such back. a dark. He he's had like such a dark um, arc in Endgame. I kind of want to see how his family kind of accepts him after that, and how he's able to kind of you know accept what he's done and, and move forward. Yeah, and yeah. try be, to be uh, a hero. And I think that yeah. makes him very interesting as a character moving forward from Endgame. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Hawkeye in his own element. To yeah. be honest, not not surrounded by superheroes, just a guy with a bow, Staff, doing what yeah. he is capable of doing. <laughs> Definitely. All right, now I think we we're, we're all in. A, this is this is a big one. This is a big one. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Favorite one. 
by oh, far. Gosh, yeah, so awesome. We've got uh, Taika Waititi's back. Natalie Portman back is Jane Foster. Also, is female Thor. Technically, just Thor. I mean, it's not. I don't know. It's based on. There's a, a comic run yeah. where she's she is Thor. It's not female Thor. She's just yeah the character Thor. which people are uh, overreacting to and people are like oh an agenda and it's like please shut up. I doubt it's Stop. gonna be like a like how do you think they're gonna. Pull, it's not, do you think they're gonna pull it off seriously? It's Taika. Like they're not gonna be like, oh, well, Thor's lost the hammer, but Jane's worthy enough. Like it, it, I feel like it's gonna be like a weird and wild ride. Well, it's not. I don't. People are acting like this is like a changing of the guard thing. It's not. This is definitely a hundred percent not a changing of the guard thing. No. This is a thing where this is going to be something that happens in this movie, and that's it. Like people are so overreacting to this. And yeah. um, I'm happy that Enrique was proven wrong about Natalie Portman. If you remember in our, uh, what is it, Endgame review? Yeah, she in our Endgame still, review. She definitely did not en- want to be in Endgame. Enrique, Enrique was like, oh, she's so done with the MCU. She, they, she was just in this movie because she had to be. That was, Enrique, no that was Enrique's thought about Natalie Portman I in, honestly, in that movie. I honestly like, thought oh, yeah, she, she didn't want. <laughs> she doesn't want MCU money, right? I honestly <laughs> thought she wasn't in the movie. Like, I honestly thought they just used, like, back footage <laughs> from freaking Thor. Well, Dark you were wrong. I thought, I thought she did, too. You were yeah, wrong. exactly. And you were all wrong. Admitted, I think that I thought that they admitted that they used footage from from Thor the Dark World. I'm sure they did, but I, I don't think they only used footage. That would be impressive, I guess. Maybe they did. Yeah. I think yeah. they, I mean, I heard that they did. I don't I, know. I, I like didn't it. hear that she was actually in sure. it. That'd be really weird just to get paid for just being like, on screen for like two minutes. I mean, that happens all it the was, time. Uh, <laughs> it does happen all the time. I don't know if she'd actually like take time out of her schedule to do it. Are you gonna turn down like a paycheck to be on set for a day? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, yes. <laughs> also, I I want to admit in or I'd also mention that um, in the run where she's Thor in the comic book, she does give the hammer back to to Thor. It's yeah. not like this is it's definitely not a permanent. Yeah, thing. I'm I'm really annoyed by people uh, with this whole thing. Uh, I'm, as I I'm, often I'm am. psyched for it. I'm yeah, I'm, hyped, I'm super happy to see Natalie Portman come back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I uh, think it's going to be great. You know, the reason I'm excited for this movie, most most of all, is to me, this comes across as, and bear with me here, this comes across as Batman Returns to 89 Batman, where Tim Burton in the with the first Batman was, a, he was restrained, he was kind of, it was still Tim Burton-y, it was a very, it's a very Tim Burton-y movie, but he's still like, he's trying to tame himself. But then the <laughs> studio told him, you made a bunch of money. You can do whatever you want. And he just went nuts with Batman Returns. If I don't know if you've seen Batman Returns recently, but that movie yes. is insane. <laughs> it is, it is insane. Vito plays a penguin man. <laughs> it is. That movie is insane. Tim Burton goes full, full Tim Burton, unrestrained. He's not holding anything back with that movie. And to yeah. me, and it's better for better or for better or worse with that movie. But for me, this movie feels like they told Taika, look, this was a huge success with Ragnarok just mm-hmm. take the reins you can do whatever you want yeah. and I am so excited to see what that madman comes up with <laughs> okay I mean it's it's so impressive that like of the three well I mean you know, can't make an Iron Man or Captain America movie but still they made another Thor Thor <laughs> movie four, yeah. like another Thor movie Thor 4 is coming out and it's like that's the fact that and, and it's it's because of Taika like what yeah. you said like you know, like if they had just phoned in Thor. a third movie. Yeah, he did. It's like... He redefined him. <laughs> I mean, like, he redefined Thor. Absolutely. It's it's incredible. Yeah. So that's why I'm so super excited for this movie. Um, yeah, all right. Let's move on to the next one. We should probably <laughs> pick up the pace. As hard as it's going to be, we should pick up the pace a little bit here. 
That's it. Um, there are some minor things. Oh, We've got well, Blade by Mahershala Ali. Do not no call that minor. Date. That's the thing I'm most excited about. Well, of, I mean, I mean, minors, and there's no release date, no plot. Yeah, and yeah. No I got five. I know that. Um, okay. Mahershala Ali. Yes. Dope. Face great five. casting. I am so yeah, excited I mean, for this. I think he's going to do really great as Blade. I'm really excited for that. Mahershala Ali, I mean, like, he's, not, he's having a moment. He's not going to be in it. He's not going to be in it until, like, maybe, most likely Phase 5. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested yeah. to see a solo movie and then to see how Blade is going to intricate, like, really become, like, an intricate part of the MCU. It's yeah. so, like, Blade is something that, on paper, it should not work in the MCU. <laughs> Which is, that's why I'm so curious about this movie. And, like... To see a revitalize a new version of Blade to me is like that's awesome. Like the, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever watched the '90s Blade movie? No. Blade movies? I've, I've seen. Yeah, I, yeah, I have. Okay. I mean, super gruesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, look, they're very rated super R. Um, then yeah, Benicio make one of them. Yeah. Uh, yes, or not Benicio. It's Del Toro. Guillermo oh, Del Toro. Shoot. Wrong Del Toro, Enrique. Oh, wow. wow. And also wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking of Hellboy. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm super excited for Blade. I I'm, I just wish it was sooner. We, I, I wish we knew more about it and that it was going to be um, uh, in Phase I mean, 4. But yeah. The idea is only like three or four months old. He called him up after winning an Oscar. He's like, hey, I want to be Blade. Now I got I got bargaining chips now, and Kevin Feige was like, "Okay, let's do it." And that's that's <laughs> yeah. it. And I think in those three months' time, they just designed a logo, and that's probably it. Yeah, was it was Blade Fox? Did they get with the? <laughs> did they get it from Fox? Like that recent? Think so. I, I know think Marvel so. didn't have it, for, at least in the nineties. Sure? Well, Marvel sure. didn't sell their properties until the late late nineties, mid two thousand or early two thousands. I'm, I think, I don't know. I will check okay. on that. But, um, yeah, so that is that wraps it up for our Marvel stuff, right? That's basically Oh, um, Fantastic Four is coming at oh, some point. They confirmed that, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they can, again, same thing with Blade. No script, about, no uh, plot, no idea. People wanting John Cena to be the thing. Uh, it was pro- no. the f- first Blade was produced by Marvel Studios and uh, distributed by New Line. Oh. So. Oh, okay. Um, All right, that that kind of makes sense. It seems like New Line's gig. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, and Enrique was not wrong, by the way. Guillermo del Toro directed the second Blade movie. Um, Wait, what? Hold on, what? You did not know this? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Enrique's right. <laughs> when am I not? Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm. I know every single. I, I'm like you. You know me. <laughs> yes, I know. That's I'm, why I was like. You, that's why you made me together? second guess myself, and that's why I was like, "Wait, I'm pretty sure Enrique's right here." I'm always right, baby. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I knew that because uh, I've never seen Blade, but in Robert Rodriguez's show, director chair, where he sits down with a director and goes through their entire this is, uh, filmography, they went to Blade, and I was like, "Oh, he made Blade." Blade two. By the Blade way. two. Yeah. Not the first one. Was there a Blade three? Yes. He didn't make it though. Yes. Because no, uh, no, like, oh shoot, you were right. Guillermo <laughs> gets Jip. Guillermo does great jobs in franchises, and then I All feel right. like he asks for too much money, and then they're like, no, "That no, that no. is kind of true." All right. Um, well, I know Ozzy's got a like. Ozzy is like getting hungry here, so we we let's move on. And All right, guys. We will talk about. I'm uh, embarrassed. <laughs> this is my You're exit. Uh, All right, Enrique? it's been real, guys. Yeah. Uh, see we'll you see later. You. Uh, we're gonna talk about Midsummer now, which you did not see. Shame on you. Yeah. Bye.
All right. Well, midsummer. Let's 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 do this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pull up my notes there. Yeah. Oof. Um, this movie is very weird. Uh, I I guess yeah. the best way to dis- like the best way to approach this is to tell you what it's about. Um, I don't even know if you can do that. <laughs> it's it's very difficult. Um, okay, so Midsummer is about uh, this girl who's dating this. Okay, she, okay, she goes on a trip to mm-hmm. this essentially commune in what country? Country is it? Do you remember? Sweden. In Sweden. Sweden. Where, with her friends, or with her boyfriend and his friends, and yeah, that's an important detail. They're yes. not her friends; yes. they're her boyfriend's friends yes. that don't like her. Yes, uh, and they go on this trip, and it's essentially for some of the guys to study it because they're what sociology majors or something like that. Um, yeah. So, and, and to study this commune, and one of them is from the from the commune, and. Slowly, as the movie progresses, you start to realize that things might not be as they seem. Uh, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Things get very strange. There's lots of drugs involved. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a very, very out there movie. Is this an A24 film? I believe it is. It yes, is, I believe. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, this is the same director who directed Hereditary, which is um, one of the best movies of last year that was criminally uh, robbed uh, from the Oscars. Um, And this movie, I'll say this, I don't think it's as good as Hereditary. Um, I would agree with you, yeah. I think it's, I don't know, like it's it's such a hard movie to... uh, to digest like it's so weird mm-hmm. like and th- it's not only weird this movie is gruesome by the way uh that's oh, something yeah. to note here uh you, <laughs> you know uh, everyone anyone who listens to this podcast regularly knows that uh gore and those kind of things in movies it's not my thing uh and this is definitely <laughs> um uh, it yeah. i had some issues <laughs> with this yeah, but uh, it's not real uh, quick yeah <laughs> yeah go for it. Uh, content warning um this is like the first movie that made me think, oh, I feel like that's probably what a, how, how a human skull would react if you hit it with a wooden <laughs> hammer. Like previous movies, it's like, it's, you know, the human skull is not a watermelon. It's very strong. You have to, you have, to have a precise, you have yeah. to have a lot of pressure in a small area to break it. But like, I just like I, I, in my head, I can imagine that scene. It's just, yeah. It's painful to watch. All right. Um, Ozzy, haven't heard from you in a while. What do you got on this movie? Uh, it was a very strange <laughs> film. <laughs> I find myself watching very awkward movies with you. That, yeah, that's very uh, true. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a very strange experience with this movie. Um, this movie takes place, like, like, like we all said, you know, ends up going to Sweden on a basically kind of like a getaway they're trying to be a part of um one of her boyfriend's friends culture just trying to get a feel for it and trying to really see what the what that what that culture really brings to the you know to the to them honestly and i don't know how to feel about this movie because there was there was like a there, there was like a writing aspect to me that felt like, like really weird and that i didn't really like but then i was like visually it, it it's stunning, you know what I mean? And then but at the same time I was like, this is really weird. Like I don't like it. like I don't even know how to react. I feel like I'm gonna be um, processing my feelings about this movie for the rest of my life. <laughs> really? I, okay. I, I don't like it's so 
like I understand like, I, some I, of the things that that uh, he was trying to say. Like this movie, um, to go to go back to because I want to talk about Ari Aster a little bit, the director, mm-hmm. because he Hereditary is very clearly it is mm-hmm. about uh, it is about grief and it is grief. about loss yeah. and it is about all of these different uh, things, but mostly grief. I think the main theme of Hereditary is grief. And grief is another major element in this movie, but I don't think it's, like, necessarily the main theme. And that's where I struggle. It's like, I don't think that's necessarily all he was getting at, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what the main thing he was getting at with this movie is because it's like... Some of the things that happen, it's like it's some of the things that happen are very just like jarring and shocking. And it comes across as like he just wanted to do this to be jarring and shocking at points. Mm -hmm. And that can be a little frustrating to watch. But at the same time, I do feel like there's more beneath the surface with this movie. And I'm just trying to process exactly what that is still. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Noah, what about you? Well, I definitely think, you know, there's there's definite comparisons you can make to Hereditary. Um, you know, how I, you, Hereditary is very much about, you know, how you deal with grief. And I feel like this movie is who do you deal gre- with grief with? <laughs> like, who do you, who is your support? Yeah. Um, I think that that's what I got. And I guess in terms of what I think really, really works about this movie is the same thing that works about Hereditary. I'm going to talk mm. about Hereditary a little bit. I loved Hereditary because it felt real. It feels so like like these people are, these people, you know, they have this super traumatic yeah. experience and it's just like, it's a snowball and they fall, they're rolling down this hill and it's just like so many terrible things happening mm-hmm. and it's all happening in a realistic setting and then it has sort of a supernatural twist towards the end uh this movie in the opening i want to say 30 minutes killed it um really really good how they sort of like describe very much you know in the style of uh the in hereditary we have for hereditary yes (laughs) that's a i i don't i just operated an assumption that most people had seen that. Oh, no, we're talking about it. Um, <laughs> most people have not seen Hereditary. That's part of the problem, but yes. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Whatever. I don't know. It, mo- I, pretty much everybody that I've like talked to the about have all Hereditary. Whatever. It's uh, not important. Um, but, um, yeah, and th- this movie just like kills it in its beginning moments when it's still in that uh, stage of the real, of things that I feel like are connected to me i haven't experienced these things but i you know mm-hmm. might know a person who knows a person who knows a person who's a similar circumstance has happened to them and you know it's it's very it plays on ideas of mental health and it sort of beautifully establishes the theme of support and i think that's great but where the movie loses me is where it enters the commune because i think that's just such a i mean it's an it's an interesting concept but the strengths of Hereditary and the strengths of the opening 30 minutes of this movie are just not really present. It's so abstract and so weird yeah. and so um, focused on like the the psychedelics and the LSD that they're taking. And it's just, it feels like an entirely different movie. And I was like, I wish you had just made another really tight, grounded, excellent horror movie like Hereditary. Um, and I guess that maybe that's why I'm having a rough time deciphering this movie is because mm-hmm. it 
once you you're right once you get into the commune it gets like some of the things he does visually some of the like uh are fascinating but they just feel like distractions like it's just like look yeah. look at all this stuff happening look at this weirdness look at this gruesomeness and yeah. it, it it makes it hard to kind of see what's like what's actually what i'm supposed to be gathering from this movie which I'm not saying it needs to be easy, but it, you know, like I don't know. It's that's why I'm struggling with this movie. I think it's yeah. because there's a yeah. lot going on when you know I'm trying to figure out what he's trying to say with this movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I now, he's, like he's I said, definitely nailed. Yeah, good. Now, Sorry. like I said, that's not to take away from some of the things he, that he does in this movie, especially visually, like. There, oh, no. oh my gosh there's like i feel like the entire time in this movie like especially when they're on drugs uh like everything <laughs> is, is moving everything is moving like there it there's is. moments where there's like where uh florence Pugh's character is wearing which we got to talk about florence Pugh. she is great in this movie um florence Pugh's character is wearing this big flower thing and flower dress and all this different stuff and it's the cameras you're not drawing any attention to it but the flowers are like morphing and moving and all making all mm-hmm. these weird motions. And it's just like, they're opening up. It's yeah. Almost, um... It's like, it, and uh, it's like the entire environment in this movie is again, when they're on drugs, which is a lot. Uh, it, it's like the whole environment is breathing and it's this weird mm-hmm. visual thing that is, it's so fascinating to take in while you're watching this movie. Uh, now, what, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know, but it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it does look really cool. I don't. I don't want to say. I, I. I hesitate to say that he didn't have a meaning going into it, but knowing what his strengths are, I. I. I, I feel like I would be able to grasp something. Yeah. Amid, amid there, that like, like there's a whole lot of movie, past that beginning part, mm-hmm. and not a lot of it really ties into that, into that theme. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um. um Ozzy, do you have anything else with this movie? Like, what what are you thinking here? And we we saw this. Uh, I don't know if you want me to bring this. up. We saw this with your girlfriend, which I'm sure was an interesting experience for you. Yeah, um, I mean, she was kind of looking at me, and I was just like, I mean, if you think I'm this terrible, I don't really know what to tell you. Oh, uh, she. And you came to my defense, which I appreciate being a true bro. Um, but no, I mean this this movie. I mean. I think visually it's it's very stunning and especially with with everything moving in the background I really felt kind of weird. I was just like, you know, I'm sober. Why? It why puts you off balance. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like why well, I, I didn't do anything today. Um but <laughs> I think I think with the flowers especially when you notice her dress and her sitting on the chair, I think it's very interesting that we do see the flowers kind of move in and out kind kind of like as if they're you know, like alive. And I, I do, to me, it was very interesting kind of watching these characters kind of get essentially induced into this culture and into this society. Um, and I thought it was also very strange that they weren't really communicating with one another on what was really going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know necessarily what, what to think of this movie. I, I, you know, I definitely know that I, I agree with you, Carlos. I definitely noticed that grief was a, was one of the aspects of this movie. I just don't know what the main aspect of this movie was. Like, what was the purpose of this movie? I have no answer to that. 
Um, to weird you really out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like it was just really weird. I kind of walked in there and I like I messaged my friend because he told me it was weird. And I was like, dude, this is such a weird movie. He's like, dude, yeah, it really was weird. <laughs> so, yeah. it wasn't like Mother, which, you know, like we kind of grasped the concept, you know, kind of easily. And after coming, like, well, after, after a discussion, talked about it. Which, yeah. Yeah, after this discussion, we were kind of just like, oh, yeah. But um, that's pretty easy. Yeah. But I mean, I feel, this, I feel like people like to say that kinda, now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah. In my, I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty I, quickly, it, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, like, I got it during, like, I kind of got it, like, some parts of it during the movie, but I didn't get the full aspect of it until Carlos and I had that. Sure. Um, but, uh, let's talk about some of the performances here. I think, uh, I, I want to, uh, talk about Florence Pugh because look, (laughs) come on. Uh, Florence Pugh is, she's so good in this movie. Uh, she has a lot of scenes, especially early in this movie, but really throughout, like it, it is pretty persistent. Uh, but early in this movie, like it is like a level of grief that I have not seen in a since, I mean, since hereditary, um, obviously, but that she's able to, um, pull off here. Like it feels so like there's moments in this movie where you just feel her like grasping for air. Like she is just cannot Mm -hmm. understand what's even happening to her. And she is like carrying these scenes and it's so, it's so good. And, like even some of the subtle things when you know she's like dealing with all the stuff of her boyfriend's uh, friends being terrible to her, um, like you know she, the way she kind of subtly like uh, you know with just with just minor facial expressions she's able to portray that like she understands what's happening she knows they don't like her, uh, but she's just trying to move on and get through it and you know it's just I I just think she's. In, in the big moments, she's great, and then in the small moments, she's great in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And again, one of the best young actresses working today, and uh, she keeps popping up, uh, and I love it. Uh, Jack Rayner does a, uh, of Sing Street fame, uh, shout out, Sing Street, go watch it. <laughs> um, Jack Rayner does a great job of portraying the worst movie boyfriend I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he is terrible. He's a terrible human but being. Still, He's like a terrible, real, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I bought him. Like, and that's pretty yeah. hard with how bad he was being as a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's so awful in this movie. Um, uh, but again, he sells it, which is which is great. And yes, I I choose to associate him with Sing Street rather than Transformers Four because nobody should be associated with Transformers Four. Poor guy. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Do you have anything performance-wise that you guys want to touch on? I think Florence Pugh does an amazing job. I think she definitely the the she's definitely carrying the weight of this movie, and I think she does an amazing job at it. I think for what it was, I think that she and um, Jack Rayner did have really great chemistry. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. For like anti chemistry, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it was purposefully like. It felt like this, you know, a relationship gone bad, but that was the point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I totally bought it, too. Like, I totally bought, like, this relationship being super realistic. Because um, I think he did a great job being a super bad boyfriend, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody else did a fine job, and I think everybody did. I don't think there's a bad performance in this movie. I think yeah. everybody did pretty – I think everybody did really good to, to, to pretty much amazing – I think the amazing I'm giving to Florence Pugh because I think she carried this movie. But I think, you know, 
I think everybody else who had a supporting role really did a good job with what they had, mm-hmm. especially with what was going on for 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 the for these for these uh, extras, you know, going in and, and also seeing what was going on. I was really well at so definitely. Um, all right, anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap this episode up? Um, I think I have something. All right. uh, you know, Ari Aster and his cinematographer, I haven't seen who it is, but I'm assuming it's the same one as Hereditary because they both compose, uh, both movies compose their shots in really similar ways. It's almost like a play. Like the camera will be sitting down in a spot and characters will kind of move in and out of space within that. They'll, they'll kind of move closer and the blocking will change, but the camera kind of stays static, I want to say. I'm thinking of a couple scenes. Mm-hmm. If I correctly um and a lot of like you know the choreography with these weird ritualistic dances is really great um and obviously we talked about the gore i mean ari aster is just demonstrated he's kind of just a master at his craft being horror and i mean like uh he's he's great with uh the body horror element the music you know the soundtrack and everything and just getting these emotions out of his leads is just He's a really good director. I yeah. you know, hope he keeps making stuff. I hope he doesn't too he doesn't fly too high. Because I mean, as we've sort of mentioned, I would compare this movie if we were talking about this movie and hereditary, I would compare it to Get Out and Us. Where I think mm. Get Out, really tight, focused, well directed, great movie by itself. And then I think Us is a bit out there and it kind of reaches a bit too high. And I don't think it quite sticks its landing as well as it's interesting we should talk uh, about debut film did i review that i feel like i did review it but i don't think i no i I wrote my own review so yeah i was focused um interesting yeah um but we should talk about that at some point but um yeah definitely uh i i get i 100 percent get what you're saying um yeah all right well let's rate this movie and then uh we can wrap it up and ozzy can get some food (laughs) um (laughs) Ozzy, let's start with you. What do you got? I'm ready to get a 6.5. Interesting. Uh, Noah, what about you? I'm going to give it an 8. Solid 8. Probably would have, you know, given Hereditary a 9. So this is is an 8. All right. Um, I'm going to split the middle here. I'm going (laughs) 7.5. I think this is... It's a good movie, but it's definitely one of those movies where I hesitate to like it go like this is like a great movie. Everyone should see this is not a movie for everyone. Um, yeah, I, not, yeah. I, that's you know that's why I like I hesitate to give some of these like super out there movies like rave reviews because then like you get like moms like going like oh yeah like uh, this is supposed to be good and like people just look at the Rotten Tomato scoring I'm like oh yeah this is supposed to be great it's like mm-hmm. please look at the reviews first <laughs> please yeah. listen to what, not... the words we are saying <laughs> and not just the rating because this is not a movie for everyone this movie is very very graphic and very very out there um very slow at times yes yeah. exactly so um Kubrick wishes he could make a movie this slow. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I mean <laughs> Kubrick's yeah, definitely made his fair share of super slow movies. I don't know. I feel like he'd be jealous. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um 2001 a Space Odyssey. Great movie. All right, moving on. Mine um, actually remind me a lot of Barry Lyndon. Mm. I feel like they probably shot this with natural light. They had to. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Ozzy, you want to wrap it up? Yep. Uh, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shiri456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, website, all of it. Check it all out. No, where can people find you on social media? Oh, you can, uh, that's no problem. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Noah underscore Rask and on Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. Perfect. And then you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Then if you guys have any recommendations, please feel free to email me at Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellas.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overhead. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And guys, thank you so much for, for listening to us. And again, this is Screen Color.